Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. You take me to these worlds <laughs> I have never even thought about. Well, Tribute that's, City? I know. That's, for tribute bands? This is why you married me. I am not boring, if nothing else. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show and the Rock School Radio Network. Lots and lots of affiliates and lots and lots of people listening to the podcast. My name is Joe Burns. Uh, Sitting across from me, you are... I am Tammy Burns. This is Friday night. We're at my home studio on my microphones, and it's Friday night, so... Once again, we're drinking. What do you have there, my lovely wife? Got a little cranberry with a wee little bit of vodka in it. Right, wee little bit. I believe that means in Irish, which is what we are. uh, Three ounces, two ounces? No, 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 no. No, not quite that much? Mm -mm. Less. All right. Well, I'm having my light beer because I'm old and boring. You and I, now we go to regular concerts with names that people know, but... There is a band, a local band, that we like a good bit, and they are, what's their name? Bag of Donuts. Bag of Donuts, right. They've been on the show before, and we've been backstage to see them, and we've said hi. They play a lot of tribute band-type stuff. Now, there are cover bands, and there are tribute bands. Ooh, I do not know the difference. (laughs) Okay. Well, a cover band plays anything that isn't something that they wrote themselves. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. A tribute band is a band that you go to see that is attempting to play only one band's music. A real good tribute band is not only dressing up like the band, but is attempting to recreate the show the band puts on. Okay, so the whole experience for that one band. Exactly. So if you go to see a U2 tribute band, you have four people dressed up like Bono and The Edge, and you have a guy in the drums that has his hair nice and sheened a yellow, and you have somebody on the bass with a single cigarette out, and you know uh, the guy, The Edge, has got his face shaven except for a goatee with a skull cap on and you know you're attempting as a tribute band to recreate the experience of seeing that band that's the difference between a cover band okay. and a tribute band so I have gotten a great deal of information on tribute bands, and thank you very much to Ray Eckert from Canada, who is a listener to the show, bass player extraordinaire, and he has given me this topic. So I've attempted to get as much information on tribute bands so we can talk about them, what makes them different, we can listen to some tribute bands, and for an hour, discuss them. We will begin with the Iron Maidens. Now, Maidens. Right. You may know Iron Maiden. I do. Right. 
Big hair. The Iron Maidens <laughs> is an all-female tribute band. I like it. To Iron Maiden. So if you go see these ladies, they are playing nothing but Iron Maiden music. However, it is being played by these five women. Get it? hilarious. Get it? Get the concept? I get it. That's a tribute band. Here is the Iron Maidens. Run for the hills here on Rock School. I think it's time to run to the hills! All right, coming out of the Iron Maidens. And by the way, all you have to do is go on YouTube. When I started looking into this, I thought to myself, how am I going to find music for this? These bands are everywhere. If you're a tribute band, YouTube is your best friend. You're everywhere, especially those that are considered the high-end tribute bands. Those that, like for Kiss... Those that have the full costume, the full kabuki makeup, everything. You're everywhere on YouTube. I had no trouble whatsoever finding those tribute bands. None whatsoever. So, once again, thanks to Ray Eckerd from Canada, bass player extraordinaire, who um, gave me this topic, and let's talk about it. So, you, would would Mm -hmm. you rather go see a band who is, and this is only opinion, would you rather go see a band who is playing original music or would you rather see a band who is playing cover music, if not a tribute band? Oh, cover music. You would? Yeah, Would absolutely. Now, would you rather see a band that's playing cover music, like a whole slew of different songs, mm-hmm. or a tribute band of a band that you like, obviously? Mm, there's there's room for both of those. Yeah? Yeah, I, I but... If I had to choose one or the other, it would be uh, a cover me. band. Yeah, a cover, cover band. band. Okay. Well, a lot of people like. You know what? I don't feel guilty for believing in no, my you own shouldn't. beliefs. You shouldn't feel guilty for it. However, when I was doing the research, I found in terms of money that a tribute band makes more money faster than a cover band. I don't. I couldn't find really why. Um, if I was to hazard a guess it would be that a tribute band was more quickly finding an audience because the band that they're i guess tributing Mm -hmm. already has an audience in place so let's say bon jovi there is a tribute band called blonde jovi where the guy who is playing bon jovi he is he's blonde Uh uh-huh and if you're going out to do bon jovi you're already, you know, you're already playing to an audience. Exactly. Who knows Bon Jovi. And if you're good, if you're good and you come out and you perform nothing but Bon Jovi music, you can take an audience and take them away for a shortened amount of time and for that time make them believe they're seeing Bon Jovi. Now, a lot of music snobs are going to go, not a chance, I'm not seeing the band drop dead, go to Hades, blah, blah, blah. (gasps) The thing is, when you look at the economics of it, and this is what I found during my research, if you look at the economics of it, these tribute bands, if they're good, 
that's that's the key. Mm-hmm. If they're good, make more money because if they can make the people forget about life for a while, so goes the song lyric, and make them think just enough that they're looking at the band. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. There you go. I like it. And people can, you know, charge more money. We're going to play a song from a group called Caress of Steel. It's a rush tribute band. Oh, my gosh. How good do you have to be to, you know... The problem is Getty Lee's voice. So I'm going to play these guys, and you think to yourself, you know, okay, I can play the guitar, Alex Lifeson's guitar. A good, good drummer can recreate Neil Peart. But come on, the voice? Are you kidding me? Did they find it? Yeah, this guy's got the voice. So I'm going to play it, and you tell me, would you go see these guys and go... All right, I'm looking at Rush for a little bit, but I'm only playing, you know, I'm only paying 12 bucks to get in rather than 100. You know? Mm-hmm. Here's Caress of Steel on Rock School. All right, coming out of Caress of Steel, now, while the you know radio has no sense of time, I'm putting all this together, so I played a little bit of Caress of Steel for you, my loving wife. My mouth is open, I know. wide open. Isn't I, that amazing? I would go and see this guy. The lead singer sounds like Getty Lee, doesn't he? The band sounds like band sounds like rush doesn't it It does the guitarist and i again i get it i can play alex life and i can play the notes but this guy has got the same guitar when you go to see him it's the same instrument he must have the same effects he has must have studied alex lifeson to the point of i don't know ocd if you look at their website, the drum kit that the drummer is using is equivalent to what Neil Pert is using. And then you have this guy. And by the way, they're all dressed up like Rush. Yeah, they, they looked like them. Uh, what, what do you think? How much money do these guys make? Well, I have that. And we're going to oh, do that a good. little later on. We're going to do that a little later on. How much these bands can make. I don't have how much that band made, but I have how much overriding a tribute band can make here's a fun website to go to if this interests you at all it's called tributecity.com and it has a search it is a place where wait wait what's that what how can you do this how can me me specifically you take me to these worlds (laughs) i have never even thought about well, Tribute City? I know. That's, for tribute bands? This is why you married me. I am not boring, if nothing else. TributeCity.com is where many of these bands can put themselves so any person who wishes to hire a tribute band can go in and simply search. 
there is a search function and then there is a drop down box showing every one of the bands that is available. And just for fun, you know, I just looked at the drop down box and the Scorpions caught my eye. There were 15 Scorpion tribute bands. In case you're wondering, Blackout, Love Drive, Wild Sting, X01 Band, Savage Amusement, First Sting, Another Love Drive, Fatal Sting, Jerem, A Third Love Drive, The Zoo, Blackouts, Two and Three, Animal Magnetism, and In Trance. Oh my gosh. Any one of those could be could be hired. Now, you can't hire all of them because one's in Boston, one's right. in San Francisco. But they got it spread out. So wherever you are, you could probably get one to come play for your birthday party, exactly. right? Exactly. If, if you love the Scorpions, and they had pictures of some of them. Some didn't, some did. There And some had a website and some didn't. But there were some of them that were just fat old guys that like the Scorpions and they'll come and play. But then there were some that they had grown their hair, they had the outfits, and if if you weren't looking closely, it's them, huh? That was, that was Klaus Mine. You know, that's that's them. Did you look under Van Halen? I did not because I brought a Van Halen. There's, I already know who the best Van Halen, you know, cover band is. I looked. There are 41 Leonard Skinner tribute bands. Oh, 41, ladies and gentlemen. And so. which one will be playing at my birthday party, <laughs> my love? There is a band called Nirvana, not N-I-Vana, N-E-Vana, Nirvana, right. Here they are playing Love Buzz. And, and again, in the clothes, in the lumberjack shirt, in the ripped jeans. At least their costumes are kind of cheap though, right? Exactly. The only downfall is the lead singer is not a left-handed guitarist. So I take away points for that, but listen to them. They sound like Nirvana. It's shocking. Here's Love Buzz on Rock School. All right, coming into the first break, just a little bit late, you were saying off mic what? I was saying off mic that you can play all, all of the uh, Van Halen songs. All the two-handed stuff. Yeah, I, I, I made it. it. I made it my existence when I was a young man to learn everything Van Halen had ever done. So, can you imagine being in a tribute band? It would all yeah, come together in it a would. big old fat box wrapped up for Christmas. It would. It would make me happy. However, I would make a very ugly Eddie Van Halen. Nobody wants nobody wants to see Fat Eddie. No, no, nobody they wants don't. to see that. What they want to see is Eddie Van Halen from Van Halen One or Van Halen Jamie's Two. Jamie's crying, Eddie. Right? They yeah, want they that's want him. right. They want Eddie Van Halen with about one percent body fat. They actually want him when he looked like Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> they do. Yeah. <laughs> even though I can reproduce the music, even though I have you know my own Frankenstrat, I have the Marshall. You're I have a big all guy. I'm yeah. I'm not small. Eddie is a little guy. And I'm about six foot four, and uh, I just, I wouldn't fit inside of a pink jumpsuit. I, I wouldn't fit nicely. I would not make a good Eddie Van Halen tribute band. However, I do have the Atomic Punks, which is, according to David Lee Roth, and this is the fun part of it. 
Sometimes bands lose their minds. Sometimes they get all legal on these guys. Why? I I don't know. It would be nothing but uh, a wonderful thing to have somebody think that you're this good. I and agree. And want to be like you. I agree. I think it would be wonderful. But some bands get all litigious. But then again, there are the bands that think it's wonderful. David Lee Roth has said that the Atomic Punks are the best Van Halen tribute group wonderful. Michael Anthony has played live with them. Uh, we're After the break, we're going to play a, a, a band that does Queen, and the tribute band was put together by the remaining members of Queen. I like that. So will your tribute band be successful? I found a wonderful little article by a man who claims he was in a tribute band and is making money at it. So, you want to be in a tribute band? He says it's two things. What band you choose, people will come to see Nirvana. Okay. People will come to see Aerosmith. Will people come to see some mid-level band that has one hit? Will they come Mm. to see a cover band of Autograph? No. 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 They will come to see Black Sabbath. Leonard Skinner. Right. They will come to see Leonard Skinner. Yeah. So number one, it's the band you choose. And number two, how well you reproduce what the band does. He goes on to say, I get it. You're a musician. I get it. You're wonderful. However, when somebody comes to see the tribute band, they don't want to hear your interpretation of the no. song. They don't want to hear you, you know, well, let's play it, you know, the way I do. Don't care. No way. Nope. Your job is to recreate the music and make it sound like the record, collect your ducats, and walk away nicely. Put on, you know, you want to be Angus Young, put on the schoolboy outfit, wear the stupid hat, wear the, you know, play the SG and play Highway to Hell the way it is. Period. That's that. The end. Hey there, KSCL Shreveport, Louisiana. Thanks for running the radio show. Uh, KFOK, Sacramento, California. Thank you for not saying the call letters the way they spell out. Right? Uh, you know, I had to look at it twice. You did. That's why there Love was a guys. pause. You Sacramento. Know? Ooh. Catch us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, we are way late on time, so let me quickly introduce this. We're talking tribute bands. Several members of Queen have put together their own tribute band called the Queen Extravaganza. Why? Roger Taylor of Queen told Rolling Stone, so this is the ability for people who have not heard Queen, you know, the way it should be, the foursome. This is the ability for them to hear the Queen songs the way they should be performed. And so Queen has put together their own tribute band to Freddie Mercury. That's the only way I can say it. John Deacon, the bassist, although he's still alive, has walked away 
there's yeah. there's nothing wrong with him. He's just said, He's I've had it. enough. Done. Right. Uh, Freddie Mercury is gone and he has walked away. And I can't fault him for that. No. He has had enough and has decided to go drink drinks in the south of France and love life. Yeah, put your feet in the sand. You, God, it gets old. God bless him. Everything gets right. old. But if you, the young people, want to hear this band that your parents go crazy over... And it's, the blessings of Queen are right. bestowed upon him. That's even right. even more beautiful. And if this band, this this tribute band, knocks you out, you have no concept what it was like when Freddie Mercury was in full force. One it, of your favorites. Oh, I just can't even get past it. It's Queen, the Queen Extravaganza, the tribute band here in Rockstar. All right, coming out of the Queen experience, the band that was, I don't know, blessed by the remaining members of Queen. Let's do this because we are running low on time. Seven days, 70 seconds. These are the dates. February 9th to February 15th. Something that happened on these rock and roll dates. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. And I think you have Monday, so go. February 9th, 1981. American singer Bill Haley was found dead, fully clothed on his bed at his home in Harlingen, Texas, from a heart attack. February 10, 1966, Bob Marley marries Rita Anderson, a singer in the group The Silhouettes. The couple had three children together. February 11, 1973, a local charity raised over $850 selling bed sheets and pillowcases used by the Rolling Stones after a show at Western Spring Stadium in Auckland, New Zealand. Ew. February 12, 1965, Pi Records announced they'd signed the British Bob Dylan when they added Donovan to the label. February 13, 1978, Dire Straits began recording their first album at Basing Street Studios, London. The whole project cost $21,250 to produce, and the album featured the group's breakthrough single, and my favorite, Sultans of Swing. A perfect song. February 14, 1977, Glenn Matlock was fired, bass player from the Sex Pistols, and replaced by Sid Vicious. And on February 15, 1957, disc jockey Pete Murray began hosting BBC Television's first rock and roll music program, the 6-5 Special, named for the time the show began, five minutes after six. All right, I mentioned Van Halen, the Atomic Punks. You want to see the best tribute band to Van Halen? Go look at their website. Lots and lots and lots of videos. Like I said, uh, uh, why can't I come up with his name? Michael Anthony has sat in with them, and so has David Lee Roth, and claimed they are the best tribute band. The problem is, again, how do you recreate the David Lee Roth scream, the sound, all of that? One of a kind, man. This guy can do it. It's the Atomic Punks on Rock School.
All right, coming into the second break here on Rock School, and I have a whole bunch of information from the website Priceonomics, who uh, did an entire uh, uh, set uh, on these tribute bands. Yes, ma'am. Let me get through. Okay. Why haven't these bands been sued? Uh, I have that, believe it or not, because it would be too costly. What? Yeah, according to Priceonomics, it says here all of this stuff started with Beatlemania. When the Beatles were not going to tour in America anymore, yeah, they, the people who were attempting to make money off the Beatles, decided to create multiple Beatles tribute bands. They weren't called tribute bands back then. What but were they, they called? Well, just Beatle bands, and they created these little bands that went around and played Beatles songs, and of course, girls came around and screamed and yelled at, ah, guy who looks like Paul. No, that's how you, you know. get the girls. Right. Ah, guy who looks like Ringo. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. So that's where it all started. In fact, little Beatlemania groups are still touring around. Yeah, they are. One came to uh, our campus yes. not two years ago, and they weren't bad. And all, I, I heard it for days afterwards how good they were. Yeah, they they performed very well. You know, if you're a band and that's all you do, you perfect the music to the point of, you know, it's the record and bango. It, it just sounds great. However... Trademark infringement is what you would be suing these bands for. So here in Hammond, little Hammond, Louisiana, where we live, about 45 minutes north of New Orleans, let's say we start a band and we decide to become a, I don't know, a heart tribute band. Mm -hmm. You find some other female and you dye your hair pitch black and you become Ann Wilson. Yeah, I am. Ann Wilson. Right. And I decide to play all the Howard Lease guitar parts. And we create a heart tribute band. Now, we've cheesed off all the people in heart, and they decide to sue us. Well, what would they sue us for? It would be trademark infringement. They could go after us for copyright if they wanted, but the copyright would simply be a cease and desist. They'd send us a letter, and we'd go, okay, sorry. And And then play in Mississippi the next week? Right. We'd simply run away from the copyright. But if they really wanted to nail us, it would be trademark infringement. And trademark infringement is a federal case which could run them well over $100,000 just to bring the lawsuit. And let's say they win. Yeah. What All right. It, yeah. Right. What are they going to get from Joe and Tammy Burns in Hammond, Louisiana, and five or six people who are imitating Hart? At Augustine's downtown Hammond. And promoting their music. Exactly that. So it's not really worth it. And and the thing is, if they are in a courtroom looking at a judge, what are they going to say? This little dippy group in Hammond is taking business away. Do you really think people are going to go, oh, let's see, Hart is coming to play in Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, I think I'm going to go see Joe and Tammy Burns doing Hart songs (laughs) at a goofy bar downtown in Hammond. No, it's it's not going to happen. Right. It's not an argument worth having. Could some of these bands become humongous? Yes. And Priceonomics says that, yeah, some of these bands become humongous and they tour and they fill 5,000-seat studios. Could they be sued? Yeah, maybe. But the vast number of them? No. No. But even then, let's say you have this band that's doing all of this. If you are a band, a tribute band, 
who's filling 5,000 seat studios, the band you're dealing with, the band you're covering, right, is filling 500,000 yes. seat places. Yes, they are. Well, there's no 500,000 seat places, but they're filling 50,000 right, 50, seat places. So I don't still think it's worth it. Hello, KSRQ, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Thanks for running the radio show. And how about Radio Universidad Salamanca, Spain? That's right. You did spelled I get it that correctly. right? Yes, you did. Woo-hoo! Right out of the gate. Right. It's great. because I'm coming to see you guys. I'm you, coming to see you. You speak Spanish fluently. Back in a minute here on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, and I'm afraid because of the songs being a little bit long, we have to make this our last break. Thank you again to Ray Eckert in Canada, bass player extraordinaire, for giving us this topic, talking about tribute bands. All right, you talked about what's it going to cost me. I need to know this information. Right, what will it cost me? All right, hiring a tribute act. This came from the website AliveNetwork.com, which is part let us help you and part we're going to act as agent for these bands okay it says here it will cost you the most dealing with a band that has spent considerable time to look like the band sound like the band and give the feeling that you're watching the original rather than just seeing a cover band playing the songs makes sense right for example steven tyler is about what six feet tall and thin as a rail you don't want to see an Aerosmith tribute band and there's some five-foot-tall fat guy out front. Are you judging? I'm not judging, but if he sounds exactly like Steven Tyler, that's one thing. But if he sounds like Steven Tyler and he has the same physical build as Steven Tyler, it's easier for you to get lost in the moment, if you will. I like that. And that's the point of the tribute band, right? It says here that the best tribute bands will not only reproduce the music very well, but they will have authentic instruments, they will have authentic audio, and authentic performance. There is specific methods of performance that a lot of these bands have. The tribute bands that make the most money will watch videos, they'll watch these bands, they will know exactly how these bands move, turn, twist, bend, fold, mutilate, and we'll be able to equal them perfectly so that for this short amount of time that you have hired them, you believe that you know, you're know you watching them. I think you've changed my mind. I, I think a tribute band may be the way to go instead of a cover band. Yeah, and I know that some people, this, and I know who these people are, I can see them in my head, and they're good friends of mine. They're Their brains are exploding right now. This is horrible. How can you do this? That's what... But the thing is, I mean, it's one night you're you're listening to somebody to take you away for two hours. And when it's over in your mind, you know, for a fact, you're not watching you too. You know that you know it as as much as you know, the nose on your face. But gosh, it was fun, wasn't it? It was. It was. Entertain me. And tomorrow night you can go see a real band at a real concert venue in downtown New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Shreveport, pick a place. But for tonight, gosh, that was fun, wasn't it? I had a good time. And that's what tribute bands do. Okay, how much money? 
Cost can start at $800 for single performers with backing tracks. So a woman shows up. I'm going to be Diana Ross tonight. She walks out on stage. Wow, that looks like Diana Ross. And she sings backing tracks, and you go, gosh golly. Those bands that have the entire package can be anywhere from $2,000 to $10,000. And those that are humongo, even more. Uh, It's not out of the range, though. No, it's not. It's, It's something that for the general audience is spendable. Yeah, spendable. I think so. One of the uh, tribute bands that I found that was really, really successful, as a matter of fact, one of the band members even hired this tribute band <laughs> to play at his birthday party. Oh, funny. It's, it's a tribute band to Pink Floyd. It's called the Australian Pink Floyd They've carved out an enormous audience touring and duplicating Pink Floyd's music and equaling their spectacular visuals. My assumption is you can't touch them in terms of money. So we'll play it. This is their version of money. Uh, I don't know how else to finish it up. That'll wrap it. That's it. You want to buy a tribute band? I do. Go for it, but make sure that they are a true tribute band and not just a bunch of... (laughs) Overweight guys like me who are playing Van Halen because they dig it. Make it look and sound like the record. So I'm Joe Burns. I am Tammy Burns. That'll do it. Class is dismissed.